Hey everybody and welcome back to Steve's NRL Footy Tips for 2023. I'm currently going through every team's season preview for this season before it kicks off on Thursday night of a blockbuster game between the Parramatta Eels and the Melbourne Storm. I've covered about 10 teams so far, teams like the Dolphins, the Dragons, Manly, the Tigers, the Bulldogs, so go check all those out. They're all available wherever you guys listen to your favourite podcast, whether it be Anchor, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Make sure you follow Steve's NRL Footy Tips on Facebook to stay notified of all the latest updates on the future of the show. And make sure you check out Tuesday night, my Round 1 prediction show. I'm going to predict every game of Round 1. We're going to preview the season together. I'm really excited. There's not long now until it all kicks off. And today we're going to be talking about the Sydney Roosters and their chances in the 2023 season. I have an unpopular opinion here when it comes to the Roosters. I think that they really under-delivered last year. And they had their excuses, there's no doubt about it. But a lot of t- pundits and, and critics like myself and fans were all predicting them to win the premiership, or a lot of us were, uh, or at least get really close. But they exited the first week of the finals last year, the Rabbitohs beating them in that, I guess, there was a lot of feeling and emotional match and uh, a lot of aggression out there in the first week of the finals last year. But, you know, you would expect them to, to really come up trumps, especially in that game when you consider the Rabbitohs. I know that they're arch-rivals of South Sydney, but the Rabbitohs were down to 11 men at one point in that game, and the Roosters couldn't score any points, and the Rabbitohs actually scored a couple of tries in that period. So a disappointing end to the season for the Roosters last year, no doubt about it. They were trying to recover from their 2021 season, where they had a lot of... Um, a lot of injuries and a lot of guys retire, like Boyd Cordner, Jake Friend, and the Morris brothers. But, uh, yeah, without a doubt... The injuries continued last year, and now without Keary, Radley, and Sam Verrills for a uh, you know a long period of time, each of those three. So when you know they had the players slowly come back, and Matt Lodge came over from the Warriors, they started to win a lot of games. They actually won eight games in a row heading into the finals. Some big ski ups in that eight games. They beat the Melbourne Storm and the Rabbitohs in the final regular season round. But yeah, I think the Roosters fans, and I think a lot of people expected a lot more from the Roosters last year, and I know with the talent that they have, I mean, they've got the Australian captain in Tedesco, they've got one of the best players in the world in Joey Manu, they've got so much talent all around the park, that they're always going to be in the conversation when it comes to who's your prediction to win the Premiership, but, you know, and I think they're probably favourites other than Penrith again this year. But I've got some doubts. I've got a couple of concerns about the Roosters this year. There's no doubt they're an elite football team and they've got a great squad. But for me, there's some question marks that remain around their squad and whether I think that they're capable of taking it to the next level and not just making finals, but winning finals matches and, and making a green final. So um, you look at their off-season recruitment, and they've signed a couple of handy players that you know might play utility roles or... And, and some of them will make the 17 in, in Corey Allen and Jackson Paulo and Jake Turpin from the Broncos. He's a handy um, rake there. And they've got some good outside backs coming in that can you know fill those holes that potentially they might have throughout the season. Brennan Smith, of course, the cheese, is their big signing. And he's going to come in. He's going to play hooker. Um, the Roosters have been really rolling him out, rolling the red carpet out for him and giving him plenty of immediate attention before the start of the season. But... We'll see how he delivers. It's been quite a long time since he's played in that position, and I've got some doubts about whether his position, his best position, is still hooker, to be honest, but we'll talk about that momentarily. If we look at their round one predicted team, 
Again, we talk about injuries over the last few years for the Roosters. They're still carrying some heading into the season. I mean, Billy Smith and Tupanua, they're out long-term there for the Roosters. They're not going to be in the round one side. Connor Watson, also out until at least midway through the season. Angus Crichton, unfortunately, has had to take personal leave due to being diagnosed with bipolar disease. So best wishes out for Angus Crichton. He's one of the best second rollers in the world, a great player. But ultimately, in situations like this, Rugby League doesn't come first, and I hope he you know, gets any help that he needs and can get everything in his mind right and come back and fire when he's ready, Angus Crichton. But obviously that's not the Roosters' fault. But, um, you know, unfortunately, in my opinion, they're entering the season a little undone. And we look at their round one side and you'll see there's plenty of talent on the field. Some of the world's best footballers and potential superstars of the future in this team. But are they as, you know, as good as other teams in the comp? I'm not sure. We look at their fullback. They've got Tedesco. Obviously, leading the way, um, the best fullback in the world, perhaps the best player in the world, no doubt about it. The wingers, Daniel Tupo, Jackson Paulo. They reckon we'll get their nodding round one over Momotrosky, which looks like they've actually kept him out at NRL.com. I, I would expect Momotrosky, if, uh, if he's fit, to actually be in the side. So, don't know what's going on there. In the centres, they've got Joey Manu and Joseph Suwali. Obviously, we know the potential of uh, Suwali and what he can bring. And, you know, he's going to be looking for another breakout year in 2023. And Joey Manu, Manu I wouldn't um, be surprised if he spent some times in the halves like he usually does uh, throughout the course of the year. Hopefully the halves can stay fit. They are Luke Keery and Sam Walker. Obviously big question marks over Keery's future considering his injury troubles and concussion troubles. He needs to, uh, in my opinion, have a pretty full year and play majority of these games and, you know, really lead the way in the half if the Roosters are going to get close to winning the Premiership this year. Sam Walker looking for another breakout year as well. In the forwards, Hargraves, um, you know, reliable as ever. He, You know exactly what you're going to get from him. Lindsay Collins, I think that, you know, he hasn't really recovered from that injury a couple of years ago, and I expect big things from him as well. And uh, the cheese is their hooker, so... Not a bad up-front pack. The second rollers, Egan and Nat Butcher will be starting the year as the second rollers because of all the injury and personal problems that the Roosters have in that position. Victor Radley will be locking on the bench the new recruit Turpin, May, Baker, and Matt Lodge. So, um, as I said, there's uh, a lot of talent on the park there, and, you know, I expect... The Roosters to be very competitive. We look at their early run to start the year. They've got the brand new team, the Dolphins, round one for the afterbeats and medal when a lot of people are predicting a big Roosters win that round. But don't rule out the Dolphins. They're going to be full of emotion. There's no doubt about that. They follow that game, the Roosters, with a game against the Warriors. And I'm just making sure, I'm pretty sure that that's a game overseas. So um, over in New Zealand. And no, actually, it's at Allianz. It's not, it's not over New Zealand. So they've got a pretty favorable run the first two rounds. But I think that round three game against the Rabbitohs, they do have the buy in round four, the Roosters. But that round three match against the Rabbitohs, going to be crucial crucial in seeing exactly where the Roosters are. And, you know, I think the Rabbitohs are going to be one of the contenders for the Premiership. A lot of people are thinking the Roosters are going to be one of the Premiership contenders. So that game's going to tell us a lot early in the season to see exactly where both teams are at. And before that, the Rabbitohs have Penrith. So regardless of that game, they'll be up for round three. There's no doubt about it because they've got some big games to start the season, the Rabbitohs. And the Roosters are going to have to be ready for them, especially considering you might be able to say they've got a little bit of a... An easier start than CF Sydney do. So we look at their 1-17, to as I mentioned, and in my opinion, the outside backs are world-class, potentially the best outside backs in the comp. There's no doubt about it. They're going to do what they always do. They're going to be, 
you know, explosive Tedesco. We know how hard he works. Manu can break a game open, and so can Suwali and Tupo and Paulo, pretty good wingers in their own right, right especially Tupo is a great finisher. Uh, but my big question marks about the Roosters this year are in the halves in Kiri and Walker. Sam Walker has had a breakout couple of years in the NRL. I think that he's, you know, could be a superstar for the next 10 years in this competition. However, uh, he... To be fair to him, he hasn't really had the side around him come the finals a lot to you know really step up. But I think that he needs that experienced half alongside him for a few years to help guide him, help manage the game. Because in those big pressure, big match situations, Sam Walker really yet to be proven, and, and Luke Keary has been proven. He's won you know three premierships, two for the Roosters, one for South Sydney. The problem with Kiri is that, yeah, the head knocks. He's been missing a lot of football over the last few years. How much does Kiri have left? He's starting to get a little bit older. He's a great footballer when he's fit, no doubt about it. And the Roosters need him fit this year because, as we've said, they've had a lot of injury dramas the last few years. They're already starting the season with some injury problems. I think him and Walker's combination going to be crucial if the Roosters are going to be premiership contenders. And then we go to the nine, which I mentioned, Brandon Smith, the cheese, He's going to be um, asked to... Well, he's going to play his favourite position of hooker. He's obviously uh, hasn't played a huge amount in that role the last few years. He's been playing more in the middle of the forward pack, and whether it's prop or locker in the second row, he's kind of been moved around in the last few years at Melbourne. He's obviously going to be a key piece of this Roosters side. But, you know, because he put on the extra beef, and I know that he's worked hard in the offseason to take that off, but I don't know if he's an 80-minute hooker in the NRL, and that's why they've got Jake Turbot on the bench to cover him. I don't expect the Chiefs will be playing any performances for 80 minutes for quite some time, but I think they need him at his destructive best, and because he's been playing the forward pack, I just wonder whether he's slowed down a bit. I mean, one of the key, um, I guess, abilities that, that the Chiefs had in recent seasons um, when he did play at hooker and, you know, when he dominated the as a backup to Cameron Smith back in the day, was that speed out of dummy half, the ability to, you know, spot tight defenders and take advantage. I've got no doubt that he can get that back, but I think it might take a little bit for the Cheese to get back to what he what he was doing when he was playing hook every week at the Storm. So keep in mind, as I mentioned, the, the Butcher brothers, Egan and Nat, they're both very talented footballers, but I question how much explosiveness they add to that edge, the edges of the Roosters. Nat Butcher can score a try, no doubt about it. But Tupinor and Angus Crichton, two of their most crucial players. And for them to be out potentially long-term, both of them still, um, I think that is a massive hole at the Roosters. As I mentioned, on their day, there's no doubt that this team can win the Premiership. I've just got question marks around the squad and around the depth. If we look outside of their 17, I mean, they've got Momorowski, who might not make it, Drew Hutchison, um, as well, but in the forwards, especially with the injuries they currently have, there's not much there. There's not much backup there. So the Roosters need to stay fit. There's no doubt about it. There's a lot of times where they've um, been traditionally slow beginners, and you know, all during this off season, I've said I've got the Roosters in my top four. They're going to be a premiership contender. But the more I think about it, they might be able to get it rolling in the back end of the year, and anything's possible. And as I said, they. If they're fully fit, the Roosters and firing, there's no doubt they can win the Premiership, and they'll be one of the Premiership favourites coming the back end of the year. But they've traditional slow start. They've got a lot of injuries at the moment, and they need to get these combinations right early in the season. So I expect a few upsets against them early, and we'll see how Trent Robertson responds. So I'm actually going to have the Roosters finishing fifth in the regular season, 
as I said, who knows what they can do in the finals, but I think the key components for me are, you know, the cheese and him finding his feet there at the Roosters, the half combination and getting that right, and the fitness of the players. So I've got the Roosters coming fifth. Where do you guys see the Roosters uh, finishing? Do you think I'm the lowest person maybe in Australia that's predicted the Roosters to finish outside of the four? I don't know anyone else that has, to be honest, but... Do you guys think I'm being a South Sydney bias fan? I promise I'm trying not to be. Do you think they're premiers? Do you think they'll win the wooden spoon? Let me know. Make sure you check out the NRL Round 1 preview show on Tuesday night. And I'll see you guys next time on Steve's NRL Footy Tips.